I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we travel back in time, browse through the Manu Smriti and the Upanishads, discover the connections between dog eating and caste, and why we must not judge people for their food choices. But the dwelling of Chandals and Swapakas shall be outside the village, and their wealth shall be dogs and donkeys. Their dress shall be the garments of the dead. They shall eat their food from broken dishes, and they must always wander from place to place. At night, they shall not walk about in villages and in towns. By the day, they must go about for their work, distinguished by marks. At the king's command, they shall carry out the corpses of persons with no relatives. They must execute criminals and take for themselves the clothes, the beds, and their ornaments. This is verse 1051 of Manuspriti or Laws of Manu. One of the many legal texts and constitutions among the many Dharma Shastras of Hinduism. The Chandas and Swapakas were the term used for people who were outcasts. Specifically, the word Swapaka meant dog cooker and by extension meant people who ate dogs. So, did we as Indians actually eat dogs? For the Naga tribes from the state of Nagaland, Consuming dogs is a part of their cultural heritage. Article 371A of the Indian Constitution has a provision that allows the Nagas to uphold their customary law and social practices. For specific tribes, dog meat consumption is considered auspicious and has medicinal value. More male dogs are eaten so that their potential to breed is contained. When dogs reared for hunting die, the owners often pass them to others for their consumption as they hold an emotional attachment to dogs. Animal activists have long condemned and sought a ban on eating dogs. Be it the Yulin Dog Meat Festival in China or the attempt to ban the practices of the Nagas. Many of these activists come from a place of care and compassion for animals. But there is something deeper at play here. Dog meat is considered a lowly food by mainland Indians, and the roots of it go back to the Swapakas or the dog cookers. In India the classification of foods is essentially related to the classification of people and the relationships between them at the highest end of the spectrum we define the brahmin who lives by the cow he consumes the five products of the cow the panchajanya milk yogurt clarified butter dung and urine at the lowest end we define the swapaka who lives amongst the dogs and eats them This classification worked well in the period before the Upanishads became a part of the culture. These are considered late Vedic or post Vedic texts and were focused on the relations between the ritual cosmic realities and the human body or the person. It valued the ascetic, someone who had renounced worldly pleasures. This put Brahmins who were right on top of the social hierarchy directly in conflict with the yogis and the sannyasis who lived their life dwelling in forests. However, This proved to be a challenge. One, because the Brahmins were materially dependent on other castes and needed the outcasts to clean up after them. 
The second problem was that they came into direct contact with the forest dwelling jatis and the savapakas. Now, the renunciate Brahmin had to live with them as neighbors, which put a significant burden on their ideas of caste purity. This tension is best exemplified in the rivalry between sage Vishwamitra and sage Vashisht. Vashisht is the classic representative of Brahmin orthodoxy. He lives with his wish-fulfilling cow Nandini in a hermitage and counsels princes to follow the Kshatriya or the warrior Dhat and not stray into renunciation. Vishwamitra, on the other hand, is a king or a Kshatriya who, after a stinging defeat at the hands of Vashisht, takes up a regime of strict ascetism and becomes even more powerful than Vashisht. But since he's not born a Brahmin, he's always associated with renegade ascetics, man-eating ghoulish dakshas and dog-cooking swapakas. If Vashish is identified with his cow, Vishwamitra is identified with the dog. The people he has been associated with were always on the move. And while this fits the profile of a true renouncer, it also characterizes the habits of the royal hunter, the cattle thief and the hunting dog. Vishwamitra came to personify all of these. And thereby begins the denigration of the dog. Kutta, or the Hindi word for dog, is a cuss word. It's kutro in Gujarati, and I'm pretty sure there is a word in your mother tongue as well. One of the most popular exhortations on dogs is from Bollywood actor Dharmendra. Kutte, main tera khun pi jaunga. Someone who dies a brutal death is said to have died a kutte ki maut. But the link between impure, uncivilized people and dog-eating permeates further in popular culture. In the 1998 film China Gate, directed by Rajkumar Santoshi, the main antagonist is a forest-dwelling Jagira. In one of the scenes, where Jagira fights and kills the Sarpach of the village, he warns the villagers. Mere man ko bhaya, main kutta kaat ke khaya. Lumdi ka dooth pi ke bada hua hai Jagira. This dialogue translates to I felt like it, so I killed a dog and ate him. I have been nourished by the milk of the fox. This motif repeats itself in another film around a similar theme, though a lot more famous. The 1975 film Shole stars Amitabh Bachchan, Dharmendra and Sanjeev Kumar, who is fighting the antagonist Gabbar Singh. In a scene with Gabbar's henchmen, Sanjeev Kumar says, Ab jao aur Gabbar se keh dena. कि रामगढ़ वालों ने पागल कुत्तों के सामने रोटी डालना बंद कर दिया है In fact, it is Lord Indra himself confessing to have eaten entails of a dog at a time of distress. As per the Mahabharata, there are times when breaking rules is permitted. These extreme situations call for apadharma or the dharma of thinking on one's feet. In the Mahabharata, Yudhishthira asks the slowly dying Bhishma the way in which a king ought to rule in times when all living on earth has become slave-like. and when time has arrived at a low point in his answer bhishma narrates the story of vishwamitra in the village of the dog cookers once at the twilight of treta and dwapar hill there came to pass a terrible drought of 12 years 
under the circumstances, Vishwamitra, homeless and hungry, wandered about and reached the village of Swapaka. He could only find a broad piece of stringy meat from a dog that had been slain the same day. The Swapaka warns him about eating the meat and surrendering his dharma. Vishwamitra says, After today, when I have performed this sinful act, I shall lead an exceedingly pure life. Possessed of a cleansed soul, I shall hasten back to the righteous path. Speak truly, O Guru, is this a pure or a defiling act? The Swapaka spoke, One must be true to oneself in matters of this world. You know what stain lies in this? He who would consider dog meat to be proper food would find nothing repugnant in this world. The lowest of the low Swapaka realizes that for the truly knowledgeable, nothing is repugnant in the world. As we travel, we will encounter food that is outside our realm of understanding and comfort. But food choices are a complex combination of history, politics, religion, ecology and beliefs. We must remember not to judge someone's food choices because usually we do not understand the world they come from. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram.